Hello, hello, and welcome to the Grow Beyond the Budget podcast, a podcast crafted for incredible millennial and Gen X women just like you. In this safe space, we'll dive into the beautiful harmony between life and money. Join me and some amazing souls as we unwrap faith, family, personal growth, and all the gems life has to offer, guiding you to explore your money in ways that reach beyond the budget. I'm Tiffany Burns. I'm a wife, mother of three, yoga enthusiast, certified money coach, and a master mindset coach. But the essence of who I am is I'm a believer, a visionary chasing dreams, a change maker determined to create positive impact, and I thrive on learning and problem solving. I've made my fair share of money mistakes in my life because I used to believe that money was complicated, difficult, intimidating, and the root of all evil. But guess what? I've learned that it's not. I now know that money is a divine tool that can help you craft an intentional life that syncs flawlessly with the whispers that God has given you. Together, we'll cast a new lens on how you see your finances, equipping and empowering you to transform. I'm your chief encourager and guide on this journey, so let's grow beyond the budget. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Grow Beyond the Budget podcast. I am your host, Tiffany Burns, money and mindset coach, and I help women be more intentional and mindful with their money by helping them change the way that they think and feel about money. And if you are listening to this, um, happy new year, because we are officially in 2024. I hope that you got a chance to enjoy the holiday season with your friends and family and people that you love and care about. Um, I hope that you got a chance to reflect as we wrap up the 2023 season and get ready to enter, or now that we've entered 2024, um, had a chance to think about some goals, intentions, focus words that you want to kind of prioritize as we go into this new year. In today's episode, I want to share what I'm going to be focusing on and what my word for 2024 is. I'm getting ready to say 2023 what my goal and intention word for 2024 is, as well as plant a seed for a word and a behavior that I want us to truly embrace as we all enter this new year. And so as we wrapped up 2023, I absolutely loved seeing everybody's recaps on social media. Um, it is truly amazing. I love seeing like and celebrating with everybody all of the things that they accomplished. And what I really noticed is that there were some people who had some really phenomenal years. And obviously, we cannot always tell what is real because social media does often show highlight reels of people's lives. But there were a lot of people who were honest and transparent about the hardships and challenges and obstacles that they faced in 2023. And I could relate. 2023 for me was truly a roller coaster of a year. I shared this in my newsletter, um, not so shameless plug to get on my newsletter because they get the tea. I tell, I share um, everything with my newsletter. So get on my newsletter if you're not there already. Um, but in my newsletter, I talked about how this year truly was a year of, of really high highs and low lows. Um, I found myself on the edge of burnout again while still celebrating some really amazing milestones and accomplishments in my business that I hadn't even planned for the year. Um, launching this podcast, speaking um, at a live event in Kansas City were some of the highlights of my year, um, but while simultaneously feeling really low um, in my personal life by not feeling like I was the mom that I needed to be for my kids in this particular season. Um, and so there were things in my life that were happening in the background that really just made that year um, truly a roller coaster. 
if you get on my newsletter, again, you'll get the full tea. Um, but what I realized as I was reflecting and, you know, journaling and really just processing and thinking about this past year, um, I realized that I am in an error of my life. And what I feel like we tend to do is try to compartmentalize the years um, that it's just a singular thing, um, a singular year, a calendar year. Uh, but that is not the case. Since 2020, you all, we have been through so much. We have not had the sense of normalcy that we had prior to 2020. And what is really happening is just that we're in an era. We're in a period, in a transitional phase in our lives. And I am dubbing this particular era, this particular season of my life, not just the year, um, my remember when season. And I am calling it that because I want to look back on this entire period of my life and remember when. I want to remember when I felt like I was not going to make it and really reflect and think, man, I was a lot stronger than I thought I was or see how far I've come. I want to look back at this time period and think about this is remember when I planted the seeds to build whatever it is that I'm building in the future. I want to look back at this time and see all the transitions, all of the connections and all of the things that have sprouted and come from this particular season of my life and look back at it and be able to be really proud, even of the hard moments, the challenging moments that I've gone through um, and really remember when and look back at this entire period and smile. And while that is not always easy to do in the moments, especially if you are in um, a challenging or low season, a lean season of your life, it is not always hard or easy to do that, to look, to think about that. But I do want us to remember that our future selves will be really proud of the work, the commitment, the effort, the, um, the perseverance that we show in this particular season. So um, this is my remember when season. And with that, um, going into 2024, uh, actually, I'll share my year, my word in for 2023. So in 2022, I was always doing my vision boards and I was thinking about what I wanted to focus on in 2023. And when I tell you that I feel like God yelled at me, it was not a whisper. It was not quiet. It was very loud that I needed to surrender and I needed to go with the flow. And for me, that was a very difficult thing to kind of digest. And I really grappled with that all throughout last year is because I am a person who likes to plan. I like to have, I have dreams, I have goals, I have visions, and I feel like God speaks to me in vision. So he has shown me glimpses and pieces of my life and what it will look like. And so as soon as I see it, I am ready to go. I am ready to put things in motion. I am ready to take action. And in last year, um, just trying to surrender my plan, my goals, and my particular like ways of doing things to God's was really, really challenging. Um, there were some really great things that came out of me going with the flow and surrendering. Again, that speaking engagement in uh, Kansas City that absolutely changed my life. That's a podcast episode for another day um, that absolutely changed my life. Um, to other things like the podcast being launched and different connections that have been made throughout the year. There are so many ways that God really showed up for me um, that only would have happened if I allowed myself to go with the flow and surrender my plan to his. But baby, that was not easy for me again, because as someone who likes to plan and who likes to be in control of the things that I can control, it was not easy to surrender um, you know, creating all the goals and all the plans. 
with that being said, going into 2024, I really do feel like God has not given me the permission to hit the ground running and to create all the goals and the vision boards and all the things that I typically create and having my goals planned out to the T. Um, I have not gotten permission and movement in my spirit to do that. And so I am going into 2024 um, without any really clear, concrete goals, which for me, y'all, is scary. We'll see how this works out. Um, I'm not saying that you have to do this too. Uh, maybe this is a season in your life where you are feeling the same thing, where you feel like you just need a break from being so ambitious from hustle hustle and grind culture maybe this is a season where you are really feeling like you just need to kind of ease into whatever and flow into whatever god is calling you to with that said i have um found my word for 2024 and my word for 2024 is to refocus and with that for me it really means getting back to the basics it's stripping away all of the things with the way that our lives are set up, it is so easy for us to get caught up in being busy and being productive and adding more and doing more and having more and being more. With the way that our lives are set up, we really get into this culture where we are always busy, we're always doing more, we're spreading ourselves thin, we're burning ourselves out. And I found myself in that place where I was Still going with the flow, but still felt like I did not strip back and surrender as many things as I could. I felt myself like getting really close to burnout again. Um, I felt like I was spreading myself too thin and not making time for the things that were important to me. Again, like my children, um, I have three children who all have very different needs right now in this particular season and not being able to show up for them in the ways that they need um, really was a wake up call for me to refocus. I didn't build my business in a way that allows my life to have that sort of flexibility. So then adjusting to how I need to run my business differently, how I need to do things differently in my business, it, even in this podcast and all of the things that I want to accomplish, how do I need to refocus and do things in a way that are going to support the things that are most important to me? Refocusing for me means getting back to the basics since 2020, I have been really, it's been really challenging for me to have a consistent fitness routine. Not that I can't, not that I don't want to, but my routine, I will get a routine and then it will fall off the wagon. Same thing with, that happens with our finances, right? You're on and then you're off and then you're, you've got a routine and a rhythm and then something happens and throws that routine and rhythm off. But I know personally when I feel good, when I exercise, I am my best self. It reduces my stress. Um, it helps me to become more mindful and present. It helps me to just feel good in my body. When I work out, I eat better because I'd be damned if I work out and sweat my ass off in, the, in lifting weights um, just to eat a bunch of junk food. And so there's so many things that are connected to me working out and I have not had a consistent routine with my fitness routine since 2020. And so refocusing for me means getting back to the basics. Committing to yourself, committing to myself that I'm going to take care of you and trusting that I will do it. Okay, so we are three days in. I have worked out every day this year. <laughs> um, but again, just recommitting and refocusing to the things that are most important to me. My family. Refocusing for me also meant like spending time with my family. My family is so important to me. And I have three young kids who all have very different needs. And again, just making sure that I create a business that 
sustains and is supporting the life and so that I can be there for my kids and my family and my husband. So I can be there for the people that I know. One of the things that I found myself getting caught up with over the past couple of years, again, in my Remember When season, um, is building connections. And while I started my business in 2020, and it was a great thing because, I mean, I was forced to make connections online because everything was closed. We weren't doing in-person networking events. We weren't connecting and meeting people that way. And so I was able to meet and connect with a lot of people and make, and find clients that I probably wouldn't have connected with if I was able, if I just stuck with the people in my direct network. And that was a beautiful thing. But now as I am entering this season of refocusing, my goal and priority is to connect with the people that I already know. I got so busy trying to connect with strangers that I missed out on opportunities to connect with the people who are right next to me, who are right in front of me, right beside me, and right in my own backyard. Refocusing for me means meeting things or meeting people in my neighborhood, showing up to community events. I have a goal for my um, chamber of commerce in my county, the president and the executives in those organizations to know who I am. I've been in spaces and rooms with them, but I want them to see me in gymnastics or see me in the grocery store and be like, oh, that's Tiffany with the Lotus Legacy. She's doing X, Y, Z in her business. She helps these people. And if they need somebody who needs my services, they know who to go to because I have nurse, nurtured and fostered a relationship with them. It's connecting with my friends who I have been horrible with over the past couple of years. We text and we laugh and we joke, but we have not connected with each other in person and share space um, the way that I really um, want to. And going forward in this new year, that will look different for me is really just focusing on the things that are important. And so this is my year of refocus. That also means in my finances, being your, when you're busy, it's easy for you to do things that are convenient. Um, we ate out a lot last year and there's nothing wrong with honoring the season that you're in. And so if you're in a busy season and you need to eat out more, then that's fine. But again, it's really important for me to have family meals. We used to have that when I was growing up and that is something that's really important to me. And while we still eat dinner together, we're eating fast food and I miss cooking and sharing meals, home cooked meals with my kids and my family. So even little things like that, um, refocusing that in my finances and being more intentional about um, ordering out and convenient things like that. I'm not a huge fan of DoorDash and Grubhub. Um, y'all, y'all can keep those apps. Okay. Uh, my brother got DoorDash for my kids one time and it was McDonald's y'all. I gagged when I saw how much he paid. I think it was Uber Eats when he, when I gagged, when I saw how much he paid for McDonald's, it was like almost $50 for three kids to eat, uh, McDonald's from Uber Eats. Y'all could have that. I'm refocusing in my finances and seeing where I can realign things that help me get to my larger goal. The goal to build wealth is still there. The goal for financial freedom is still there. The goal to remain debt free is still there. And how do I need to reposition and refocus my finances so that I can still achieve all of the things that I want to achieve? I hope that in this new year, you really have a chance to think about the things that matter to you. Refocusing is really important to me. Um, and so I hope, again, that you've had a chance or will have the chance in the very near future to think about what matters. All right. And now I want to share something that a collective word, a collective behavior that I would love for us to embrace, every single one of us to embrace going into 2024. 
And that word and that behavior is curiosity. I want us to all be very, very curious in 2024 and going forward. The thing about being curious is when you are curious enough to ask questions and to seek answers, more often than not, the answers reveal themselves. The problems get solved. You get to experience things that you didn't even know were possible. And so I want you to think about curiosity in, your, in relation to your finances specifically, because this is the Grow Beyond the Budget podcast. So we're going to talk about the money here. Um, when you're thinking about being curious in your finances, I do want you to think about what it is that you want. I want you to think about why you want it. I often hear people think say things like they want to get out of debt, they want to purchase a home, they want to you know, uh, pay off their student loans, all these different things. I want you to get curious about why those things matter. For me, owning a home was more than just, you know, checking off a box in the American dream. I didn't have a house growing up. And so with my childhood and uh, young adulthood was very unstable. We moved around quite a bit. I went to four different elementary schools. I take that back. I went to three elementary schools, but I transferred in and out of them four times. So four different experiences in elementary school. And so it's really important for me to give my children stability and to have them grow up in a place, in the same place, for a consistent basis. And so if you have home ownership as one of the things that you say you want, I really want you to even get curious about why you want it. Is it because, you know, you feel like you're at an age where everybody is doing it and that is something that you need to do too? Or is, again, like me, is it something deeper that you truly, truly desire? I want us to get curious about how we are using our money, how we spend our money. Are you an impulse or an emotional shopper? I want you to get curious about different ways that you can use your money differently. I want you to think about different ways that you can manage and control your emotions in ways that don't sac uh, sabotage your finances. I want us to get curious about who you want to be in this world. I want you to get curious about what is happening around you? Are there shifts and changes in your relationships, in your job that you need to be aware of, that you need to prepare for? I want us to get curious about different solutions and opportunities around us. I want us to put ourselves in different spaces and places that show us that there are more things possible than we might be aware of um, because we weren't exposed to those different things. I think I shared on the podcast before that my one of my goals for 2023 was to meet more millionaires because my brain needed proof of people who make millions of dollars and to know that they weren't greedy, that they were normal human beings. I wanted to see what they did and how they did it. And there's so many ways to become wealthy. I wanted to see um, different paths to success. And as I set that goal and got curious about who's out here making money, <laughs> I was introduced to a lot of millionaires and I was exposed to so many different ways to make and invest and earn and to keep and manage money. Ways that I had not even been uh, privy to with reading the books that I've read and listening to the podcast that I listened to. Meeting people and literally hearing their stories helped me really see things differently. And so I want you to get curious too about putting yourself in spaces and rooms and places that will it pique your curiosity and help you see different possibilities and opportunities that are available to you. I want us to get curious about um, the people and relationships that we have. Are there relationships that we have that are not the healthiest for us? Are there people that we need to 
not eliminate, I don't like to say eliminate from our lives, but maybe edit the connection and the amount of time that we spend with them. Maybe set some boundaries with those people and maybe put boundaries around your wallet. If there are people who always have their hands in your pockets, how can we get, um, I want you to get curious about what is helping you and what is hurting you from getting to where you want to be. What is aligned with where you are going and the path and the journey that you are on and what is it? And be okay with that. I want us to ask so many questions about what is happening in our lives. I want us to be so introspective. I want us to be so curious and curious in a non-judgmental way. Okay, because once we start being curious and asking ourselves questions, I don't want us to judge our behaviors. I don't want us to judge other people. I just want us to pique our interest and explore what is happening. And then from there, we can make decisions that will change the trajectory of what we choose to do with that information. But I don't want us to beat ourselves up about the decisions that we've made. I don't want us to judge and criticize other people um, when the decisions that they're making, the things that they're doing. One of the things that I absolutely hate, can I tell you guys a pet peeve of mine, is when I see people online specifically um, talk about how other people spend their money. It is none of your business. We cannot judge these people with how they spend and use their money. And so I don't want us to judge other people when their decisions, it's none of your business. If you like it, I love it, right? Um, and so I just want us to be curious in a sense of, exploring the things that are empowering us, the, exploring the things that will elevate and align us to the things that we want in our future, and then releasing the rest, okay? The last thing that I really want us to focus on as we journey into curiosity in 2024 is to um, focus on the things that are within our control. And so I really struggled with this one for a while. <laughs> and even as I was thinking about the things that I wanted to focus on in 2024 and, you know, kind of creating a little bit of a vision board, one of the things that came up was peace. I really value peace. I like for my life to be peaceful. I don't like a lot of drama. I don't like a lot of chaos. I like peace. Um, but when I was thinking about that, Peace is not always something you can control from external situations. Life is going to continue to life. You might have a car breakdown, a home repair. You might have some unexpected emergency, like a medical emergency. Um, there are things that are always going to be happening. Your job might have layoffs. Your business might not do so well. There are things that might be out of your control. Um, your investments might not be um, getting you the ROI that you wanted. There are some things that are out of your control. Um, but if peace, like me, is one of your values, is um, or that's important to you, it's, peace is still within your control because you have to manage and you have the ability to manage how you feel in certain situations. Even when things do not feel like they're going right, like I said, this is my um, remember when season, even when things don't feel right, um, I still have the ability to manage and to nurture and regulate my emotions, to regulate and manage my responses, to take control of how I feel regardless of what's happening around me. I have the ability to control those things. And so I want us to focus on the things that we can control. 
more specifically, when it comes to your money, one of the things that you can absolutely control is how you manage your money. You cannot control um, your rent all of the time unless you move. You cannot control your mortgage, the rates. You cannot control um, your utilities all of the time, right? Like you can kind of get some wiggle room here and there and cut your expenses as much as you can, but everything is really high right now. We still have not come down from inflation, um, but you can be as intentional as possible with the money that you have. You can look for ways to maximize your, every single dollar that you bring in. Things, other things that you can control, saving money, impulse shopping, um, not using debt as much as possible. Uh, impulse shopping, like I said, building boundaries around people. There are things that are within your control in your finances right now today that you can start to, um, to take control of <laughs> so that you can start to make progress. And so as we get curious, I also want us to take control. Take control of the spaces and the rooms that you're in. Take control of the conversations that you have. Take control of how you advocate for yourself. Take control of, you know, uh, the processes that you put in place. There are so many things that you can control, and I want us to really own that as we um, embark on this curiosity journey in 2024. I wanted to keep these episodes really short and sweet. And so that is it for this week. Today's episode, y'all, is actually going to be the season finale for the Girl Beyond the Budget podcast, the end of season one. Um, I want to quickly thank all of the amazing guests that have graced us with their presence, their expertise, their stories um, on the podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and listening. I, since starting my business in 2020, have learned so much about business and marketing and connecting with people and building community and all of these different things by doing. <laughs> I have done a lot in these past three years and creating the podcast was something that was on my radar for a while um, before I actually went into motion with the plan to launch it and then launching it in September. Since then, I've learned a lot about podcasting, including um, not wanting to be noise. Coming back in the second season after refocusing on what is important, what my goal is for this podcast, and how I really want to show up and serve you, um, I'm going to do some, some really deep evaluations of what we can do differently. If you have suggestions on um, how I could improve the podcast, I would love to hear your feedback. I am a coach. Um, who gives feedback all the time, but so I can also take it. So if you have suggestions on how we can make the podcast better, um, I would love to hear those. But we are going to be um, wrapping up season one of the podcast so that we can kind of refocus on what is important and come back even better in season two. Until next time, um, continue to grow. Connect with me on Instagram. Make sure that you get on my newsletter um, because again, the newsletter gets the tea and they will have a lot more content coming as we take a break from the podcast. I hope that you all have an amazing 2024. Until next time, um, share your goals with me. Share your intentions. Share your words. If you um, have one for 2024, I would love to hear it. And until next time, keep growing. Thanks for listening to another episode. Remember, life's abundance knows no limits when you dare to grow beyond the budget. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please like, subscribe, and leave us a review. 
And if you want to keep the conversation going, you can DM me on Facebook or Instagram at The Lotus Legacy. Until next time, keep growing. Keep growing.